Are fixer upper homes still worth it? So let's check this out. My wife and I are preparing to get into the housing surge and purchase our first home. We have people in our circle giving us conflicting advice. Some folks say to just buy a cheap fixer upper as our first starter home. Other people have mentioned that buying a new build would be a good idea, so you shouldn't have to worry about any massive hidden issues that could pop up six months after purchasing. Looking at the market in our area, and I feel inclined to believe the latter advice, is this accurate? A lot of fixer-upper homes are 300 to 350k at least if we don't want to downgrade in square footage from our current situation. New builds we are seeing are about 350 to 400k for reference. To me, this kind of feels like a similar situation to older generations talking about buying used cars when in today's market used cars go for nearly the same as a new car. Is this a fair portrayal by me? I get that a fixer-upper is pretty broad, and it depends on what exactly needs to be fixed, but I guess I'm looking for what the majority opinion is in the field if there is one. So here's the thing. A fixer-upper home is not just the cost of fixing up the home, right? You might like buy a home that's like 200K, well, technically in this situation, like 300K, but it might actually cost you like 60, 70K, maybe even 100K to actually get it to where it's livable because it might have some hidden mold damage that you have no clue about, right? So a fixer-upper home can really like differ like greatly in terms of what it actually needs but in terms of like a fixer upper if you were were to go down the fixer upper route you should probably lean more towards something that is like basically purely cosmetic right there's like no issues with the roof no issues with the hvac maybe the cabinets just look old maybe the paint just looks disgusting and that's basically it maybe the yard work just looks horrendous but nothing too major. Something that like could maybe only cost like maybe five grand if you were to pay someone to do it or you do it yourself on a weekend kind of thing because it could really go a pretty far way in terms of like cosmetics, right? Because you could have like a really great like home in terms of like the location, but it just looks completely outdated, which could literally destroy the value of the home because depending on like the photos that are on the listing, depending on like the curb appeal, because it might have like a horrendous yard, like you could end up just buying a good amount of equity into the home by it just not looking good, right? But still functions perfectly fine, right? Basically, you want you want a home that is easy to make pretty basically that's what i would lean into if you can't find a home like that then depending on your time i'd probably go more so not really a new home but like maybe a foreclosure just because like in like a nicer neighborhood because you could also get really good equity in that for very low amount of money but you need a lot of cash to be able to do that and another route might just be try to look for properties that have been on the market 
for like over 90 days and hasn't been sold and they've been dropping the price every other month or every month or whatever and still are not able to get it sold because then at that point maybe you could just like cut the pricing at the knees and like drop it another 20% and see what happens and like give them like an offer because who knows it might just be a situation where they just didn't market the property right like maybe deals did come around but something happened on the buyer's end or the seller's end. Like, so you never really know. But if a property has been sitting on the market for over a month, over 90 days, right? The longer it stays on the market without getting sold, the higher likelihood you could probably get that property even cheaper. And especially if like, let's say that a property started off at like, Let's say for like the newer homes, right? Let's say that it started at like 380. Then it went down to 360. Then it went down to 340, right? It's still in that like newer market range, but the actual property value might actually be really high. But for some reason, the seller, the real estate agent are just sucking and they can't sell the property for various reasons. But the property looks good. Everything looks good. It's in a very nice area but for some reason they just can't sell the property and you might be able to just snag it like i mean i think a good example of this too is just like some of the listings that some of these real estate agents do for these properties are just garbage right you will see some listings on like the zillow or like any sort of listing app and the type of photos that some of these real estate agents put on there are like garbage right where like a kid could do better than it like it is horrendous so let's see if you aren't handy or can't learn a fixer upper is a money sink of its own yeah and also a time sink it's called sweat equity for a reason my first house was a fix and flip foreclosure that was vacant for a year before i got it and whilst the aesthetics were decent new appliances granite countertops carpet etc I ended up dropping about 52k in it over four plus years. All that being said, there was a healthy six figures of equity cashed out when I sold. Nice. So it was worth it. Though there was a lot of F, that's another 3k electrical slash plumbing repair expense I wasn't expecting moments along the way. Yeah, so that's another thing too. If you go the route of a fixer-upper, you're going to need a more like a bigger emergency fund because you're probably going to be facing a lot more emergencies with that home. But in terms of like the newer property, you still need a good like backup like emergency fund for the like cost of the home in terms of like just maintenance. Like you got to be able to budget that at the very least but you probably won't need as much, right? So like, let's just say after everything's said and done, you put all of, like the money that you saved up for like buying these homes or whatever. Let's say that with the fixer upper, like let's say like for the price of the property of like 300,000, let's say that you got 30K sitting in the bank just for maintenance of the home, just in case something were to happen within like the first two years, right? But in terms of like the newer property, maybe you'd only need like 10K 
saved up for general maintenance that just in case something were to actually happen within like the first year or two year that's like a super freak thing right maybe like the ac unit just completely explodes or something like something crazy let's see even if you are handy will you have make the time for repairs my husband and i purchased a house built in 1870 he is a project superintendent for a high-end construction firm he hasn't touched a thing in the house since we bought it three years ago. He just doesn't have the time. I'm left to do what I know how and what I can learn, but it isn't what we thought it would be. Yeah. You would never make a fixer-upper worth it unless you can do most of the work yourself. Yeah, unless you're basically in, like you're able to get like a, a foreclosure house or like a house in an extremely nice neighborhood that only needs cosmetic work. The problem is that fixer-uppers in most markets right now are priced as move-in ready. In the before times, you could find an actual fixer-upper for a good price. I say this as someone who has done renovations and looking currently. The competition from flippers with deep pockets prices people who want to do a slow build of sweat equity out completely. Location, location, location. I don't think you can compare a 350k fixer-upper to a 350k new build as they're likely in very different locations. That fixer-upper is probably closer to amenities, your workplace, etc., whereas the new build is likely further outside of town. You can change everything cosmetically about a house, but you can't change the location. Personally, I'd rather fix up an existing property and enjoy not having to commute further versus buying a new build and spend more time in the car. Yeah, so that's, you know, all personal perspective. Let's see. This is the key issue to me. If there is a new build for 350K next to the fixer-upper for 350K, I'd probably go new build. But where I am, the new build is 500K townhouse of 1,100 square feet next to the fixer-upper for 400K of 1,500 square feet, or the new build of 350K is 45 minutes from work while the fixer-upper is 15 minutes. That is, um, right here, that's a massive difference, right? In terms of just, like, cost to actually get to work and back, like, you could be saving crazy amounts of money by just living that close to work. But not only that, it's not just the money that you'd save, it's the time, right? That's 30 minutes one way a day. So two times, that's an hour. You'd literally save an hour a day, meaning you'd save five hours a week. That's crazy. Pretty much every month you would be saving yourself a day in terms of your life that you're not spending in the car that's pretty crazy when you really break it down you know so i'm a big fan of the cosmetic fixer a property built in the 70s 80s 90s or at least having had a substantial remodel then that now looks dated two skin kitchen old carpet Wallpaper, borders, red accent wall, etc. Check out the expensive systems, roof, plumbing, foundation, heating, cooling. 
painting is a hassle, but you can paint two coats of primer and two of color over that wall over the course of a week or weekend, and you can remove the wallpaper border. Replacing carpet is a hassle, but new carpet, LVT, or laminate is not super expensive, especially if you can afford to do it before you move in. That's barely a fixer. The kitchen is a bigger project, but if it is currently livable and you can wait, you can get the kitchen choices you like after saving up a little. And if it is quality, painting cabinets and replacing countertops and backsplash might be a good option for a lower price. Yeah, so I, I like this idea, right? If you could find a fixer-upper that's like 10 minutes, 15 minutes from work, that might be something worthwhile to you in this type of situation. You'd save money. You'd probably end up having a lot more equity in terms of in the home, meaning you'd have to do less financing on the home, especially with today's interest rates. That's be amazing. So I'd probably lean more towards going down the fixer upper home as long as it's really only cosmetic. If it's something more than cosmetic, I'd probably not. I'd probably buy just a home that is like super underpriced because people just either can't afford it because it's like a foreclosure or they just suck at selling the home. That's what I'd probably lean more into. If you want to learn how to get a debt, go to 40 Stay tuned for more financial commentary.